Welcome back to the Harbinger Podcast. I'm Emma Krause. And I'm Emerson Winfrey. And today we're going to be reviewing three albums. Um, they are Rustin in the Rain by Tyler Childers and Guts by Olivia Rodrigo, Queen. And then Zach Bryan's newest self-titled album, Zach Bryan. So I'm going to be talking about the first one, which is by Tyler Childers. And I have ranked it um, one through seven. There's seven songs. Um, honestly, I'm not a big country fan. Definitely not one of my top genres. But recently, thank you to Zach Bryan, I have been listening to more country because I'm um, a fake she fan. She means Morgan Wallen. Okay, I've been listening to Morgan Wallen for like longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm not really a big country person. So she's actually a Morgan Wallen country fan? And if I'm being honest, this today was the first day I listened to this album. Yep. Um, and so my first song that I've ranked is Space and Time. Uh, I thought that was a really good song. Um, out of all the songs I listened to, that one stood out the most. Um, and the rest just kind of, I had to put on the ranking. The second one is Phone Calls and Emails. Number three is In Your Love. Number four is Rusted in the Rain. Five is Help Me Make It Through the Night. Six is Percheron Miles. And seven is Luke 2, 8 through 10. So I think all these songs are really good. Um, However, I'm not a huge fan of his voice. If I had to pick a country artist, it probably would not be Tyler Childers. I fully agree. I love, he has a very unique voice, and I love, like, the uniqueness from other people in that genre. But I will say it takes, like, you have to like a certain thing to be a fan of his voice. And so I like some of his songs, like um, Feathered Indians, right? Is that the song? Yeah, Feathered Indians. And then All Yearn, of course, everyone loves that. Classic. But, like, when if he comes on, I will totally listen to him. But he's not a country artist I would immediately, like, put on by myself. And I was looking at his just Spotify profile, and <laughs> I saw a picture of him, and I was like, yeah, that doesn't check out. But it also kind of does. He changes his appearance so much. If you look at concert videos through the years, like, his appearance, he looks like a different person every single time. Yeah, I will say he's, like, has a very country persona for a very not-country-looking... Like, his direct appearance doesn't give off very country. And his songs are definitely in the country genre, 100%, but they're not, like, country-country. And so I think, I will say, I feel like his music is a good middle ground for non-country lovers and country lovers, where they can both kind of make, because it's not so country, or if you don't love the genre, you can't listen to it, but it's also not, like... Morgan Wall, and we're like people that really love country music hate it. Overall, I would rank this album a 6 out of 10. I think that a lot of the songs were good, but again, I'm not a huge fan of his voice, or country for that matter, but I thought it wasn't wasn't bad. Okay, next I will be talking about Zach Bryan, by Zach Bryan, of course. Um, first of all, I'd like to say this. I am an insane Zach Bryan fan. He is like my number one all-streamed artist of all time. So I will say... I. Might have a little bit of a bias in this. If you're, like, not a huge Zach Ryan listener, you might have different opinions. But I've also ranked Zach Ryan. And so these have changed a lot. They'll probably change again by tomorrow. But right now, number one is Isa Desaro. And then Spotless. And then El Dorado. Then I Remember Everything, of course. Love Casey Musgraves. Then Overtime. Then Summertime's Close. Hey, Driver. Fear and Fridays, that, like, includes the poem at the start, too. Tourniquet, Holy Roller, Jake's Piano, Tradesman, 
Taking Oklahoma Sun, and then lastly, Smaller Axe. I love the start of this album has, he starts with the poem he wrote that's been circulating like on TikTok. It was like kind of released before he really released it. He's done it live. And I love that that's the opening because it just gives you the vibe of that poem kind of sets the tone for the whole album. It's highs and lows and ups and downs and his experiences. And I think that's truly what this album is all about. Um, My favorite song on this album is Spotless, reaching the Lumineers, because I really like the Lumineers, and I think their voices just kind of mesh together. They're kind of similar in their own way. I know one's obviously a country singer, the other is a a more of an alternative band, if you will. They definitely both have a more folky, like, type feel. Obviously, neither of them are really the folk genre, like... You would think of when you think of like Noah Khan or something, but they both have similar grounds in that sort of area. But overall, I really did like this album. And like I said, Zach Bryan really got me into country. So I like his music as well, um, but probably more of the basic songs. Um, I am the big time Zach Bryan's and I can list his whole discography. Do it right now. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> um. So for me, this album, I think it's definitely, all of his albums come directly from the heart. Like, they're all real-life stories from him. But I think this album, he made a point to produce it and write everything on his own for this entire album. So I think it really shows you a deep feel from him, which a lot of artists, I think, lack nowadays with getting songs written from other people or, like, other people producing adding their own things. This, you can tell, truly all comes from Zach's heart. These are all experiences he's had. And I think that's why I love it so much because it's truly relatable because he's been through it all. And so he these are his real-life experiences that you can relate to yours. So out of 10, what would you rank this album? Um, Honestly, I'd say a 9.5. I think there's some things that could be a little bit tweaked. And of course, like I don't think any album is perfect inherently. But I think this is an album I could see mostly everyone enjoying and everyone being able to relate to at least something in this album and that brings us to our last album guts by olivia rodrigo this is a fan favorite yes i agree however to give my opinion i would say i like the album sour more than i like this album Mm -hmm. just because i think there are more songs on that album that i would listen to than on this one I think this, I would 100% listen to this over Sour. Sour has maybe like two or three songs I could see myself actually putting on. Of course, her voice is amazing. So when a song comes on from her, I will always listen to it all the way through. But I can see myself putting just about any song off of Guts on by myself. Whereas there's probably like not even three from Sour, I could see myself putting on. And I think this also has a very different tone than Sour. Sour was a lot more instrumental-based and a a little bit of a slower-paced album. This has more of, like, an upbeat feel, more... Some songs even have more of, like, a pop-punky type vibe, like um, Ballad of the Homeschool Girl, I think, definitely has a more, like, guitar and drum heavy, whereas Sour had more, like, kind of orchestra like acoustic vibe i agree and my top three mentionable songs are lacy i really like this song it's more of a slower song 
And like I said, I like Sarah Moore, so maybe that's why I like this song. But also, it's speculated to be about Gracie Abrams, who I love, um, because Gracie, Lacey, and in the song it talks about having ribbons in your hair, which is Gracie Abrams' like staple um, little... It's just Gracie Abrams' staple. And uh, in the song it says, along the lines of, you have everything I want, and Gracie Abrams opened for Taylor Swift in her Eras tour, which I know Olivia Rodrigo really looks up to Taylor Swift, so that might be one of the similar attributes between the song and Gracie Abrams. I also love Gracie Abrams. Just want to throw that in there. She's, she's incredible. She's insane. God, I love Gracie Abrams. I was jamming out at the Eras tour, and everyone looked at me like I was insane. I have several videos of me screaming it, and I was sitting by Grace Haster during that, and she was kind of looking at me like, shut up. But you know what? I will not. Everyone in my section was looking at me like, how do you know these songs? Because Gracie Abrams is amazing. Same, and I've, I've liked her before sh- I heard that she's going to open Same. for Taylor Swift. So not a bandwagon on this one. Nope. The second song I think is honorable is Get Him Back. I know that's a pretty popular one. It's more of like a pop song. It's more upbeat. Um, what are your opinions on that? I love Get Him Back. I think it is a good middle ground between like, Bad Idea Right, which was a very controversial. People either loved it or hated it. I will say it definitely has a lot different feel than the previous Olivia that we were used to. I, again, this is one that I wouldn't put on by myself, but I'll listen to it if it's put on. I don't love the song, but I don't dislike it by any means. But I think Getting Back was a really good middle ground that everyone can enjoy between the old Olivia and the like newer feel of Olivia. I agree. It kind of reminds me of the song Brutal from Sour. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. got like that more pop feel. And then I know I said I was going to do three honorable mentions, but I actually have two that I feel like are kind of similar is Making the Bed and Pretty Isn't Pretty. They're more of a slow song. Um, and I think just like the words behind it and what she's saying is really um, mm-hmm. nice. I think her lyricism is really nice. She, she writes a lot of her own stuff. And, so, and I think you can really tell that because it truly in her lyrics is similar to Zach Bryan like you can relate to it on the song like even like her breakup songs I've never really been to like a bad breakup where I've really missed and mourned someone but like I've never broken up with someone and like really missed them but I can still relate to her songs about that and like being heartbroken even if I've never been heartbroken she does it in a way where it makes you like empathize with her almost and like put yourself in her shoes and really feel the emotions I agree. I think her lyricism is really good. I enjoy singer-songwriters where they put a lot of effort into what they're saying and they want their listeners to really understand and feel what they're going through and putting into a really cool song. Overall, I would give this album an 8 out of 10. I really did like it. I know I said I liked Sour better, but I still really like this album. So what did you give Sour? Probably 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10, yeah. I think I would honestly give this album a 9 out of 10. I've been finding myself repeatedly putting it on. Whereas Sour, when Sour came out, I listened to it once. Like, maybe once or twice all the way through. And I just, like, pick and choose songs to put on. This, I'll just start the album and, like, listen all the way through. All right, well, do you have any additional comments or thoughts? That's it. All right, well, thank you for listening to the Harbinger Podcast. And we'll see you next time. Deuces! <laughs>